This is the Barbarian Rhetoric Podcast. Acta non verba. There's our sexy lady to tell us we're live. How's it going, Good to be back. We're back on track. When this one goes out, we'll be back on track to after a blitz week of podcast. We finally got the guy that's supposed to post all those working. Yeah, the intern. Yep. Is really on the ball. So <laughs> shout out to the new guy. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I was gonna say, how many did you put out this week? Uh there's what five? There'll be two this week. <laughs> well, yeah, there's two. To, well, they and went out every other week. day, so we got caught up. Yes. Yeah. Our listeners are happy. If you're driving, you're like, this is amazing. <laughs> or it could go the other way. Like, I really want to listen to these guys again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I already listened to them for five and a half hours. And another Keep one. Keep it rolling. Keep it Someone's rolling. Someone's listening on. to them. <laughs> Big BR Nation out there is listening to us, so somebody is. So that's good. I saw the little numbers pop up, so that's positive. There's actually some good stuff. Oh, there's lots of good stuff. I'm just surprised if- you actually go back and listening to us. Like <laughs> the fact that you go back and listen to our voices again. Yeah, yeah. In between uh, listen to actually doing it. <laughs> yeah. Well, quality someone's got to do quality control. <laughs> Or at least to act like we're doing quality control. He also wants to know what he said. Whereas yeah. I, I don't, I don't want to go back and hear anything I said. I hate hearing my voice. Amen. <laughs> Same. Yeah, mine. I used to be like that, but you realize how you hear your voice yourself and how others hear it are two different things. Exactly. So yeah, I don't I want don't to hear care. myself. <laughs> I hope I hope how they hear it is better than how I hear it. <laughs> Cuz whenever my I hear my, I was going to say whenever you hear your voice like when you're actually speaking you're like oh my voice doesn't sound too bad and then you hear a recording you're like god how do people listen to me talk? <laughs> yeah. I I 100% agree with you. <laughs> but it's good stuff. It's you know. Like I said it's kills time like i'm like i could be mowing or cleaning or and we make you laugh again yeah i will say there's there's been times not just in the last you know since you posted the last four or five episodes but there are times where i'll i'll be in the gym listening to it and i'll just start laughing because because it's something we were talking about or how many times have you laughed at yourself it's a good question. I don't, the only one true time I really laughed at myself was when we answered the question about what, uh, if you got a lip tattoo, what would it be? <laughs> I don't remember any of our answers for that, but yeah, that was mine. Was who's next? <laughs> who's next? <laughs> and just and really, is more your there's. There is literally probably like a minute of dead air, but you can kind of hear us laughing, laughing so hard that we can't 
like nothing there's no sound it's just <laughs> you know you kind of hear there's a little bit of something in the background but it's it's us laughing because we're laughing so hard there's no air there's no sound there's no nothing and i mean i remember cj's reaction and that's part of it so it, it's bigger and more vibrant in my head so it's even funnier when i'm listening to it because i just remember <laughs> you were laughing and cj was almost passed out like there's he's crying yes it's beautiful yeah and there's been other times where we will talk about stuff or somebody will say something and I, I i'll start laughing or chuckle it's it's we can be serious and have fun at the same time so that's always it's a good mix gonna say i got a text about us talking about a colostomy bag so <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> at first i'm like remind me because whenever we get done with these things my my memory's wiped. Wipe, it's wiped <laughs> it's yeah. i think it was a question of if you're di- like you is a tinder date and she shows up with a colonostomy bag what do you do <laughs> <laughs> he remembers all the questions and a lot of the answers. I, hey. I'm impressed. My memory is as sharp as, but I listen to. I, I have listened to them, so, so maybe that, that helps. helps. Yeah, you got the reminder. Yeah, for the highlights. Yeah. If we ever need the highlight reel, it'd be like, okay, let's pull this episode. Yeah, we'll have to do that. Best of, and then best snip of. it. Yeah, shit together. The best one of minute of laughter after you said who's that? <laughs> <laughs> one minute straight. Uh, oh, yeah, there's good stuff. Yeah. Well, say, do we have any triumphs? <laughs> you know, I, I'm still thinking, but I gotta. This blunder is so awesome. That I impressed myself <laughs> in a good way or a bad way. Oh man, working this job site, picking up all my tools, coming out, my hands were full, and I just had a plain old just saw, hand saw, and there was the one thing that made it hard for me to open up the van door. So I set it on top of the van. Mistake <laughs> number one. Mistake number two was. Don't forget and leave it up there because I'll drive away and I'll lose it. You know, I thought that to myself. Make sure to grab it. Put all my stuff away. Da-da-da-da-da. Had to go back in the house. Come back. So forth, so on. Four days later, back over doing some work on the house and I get finished up. I'm driving. And out of the corner of my eye. I see this guy walking with the handsaw and I'm looking at it going, man, that's a really nice handsaw. I wonder if he's trimming trees or something. He doesn't really look like he's trimming trees. And as I'm driving by him and looking at that handsaw, I was like, man, that looks an awful lot like mine because it is (laughs) because I didn't pull it. Where he was walking, I even know the corner that where I came around where it slid off and probably fell on the ground. And he picked it up on his Sunday after or what had been Saturday afternoon walk. I was rolling. I almost stopped, turned around and was like, that's a nice saw. 
<laughs> and just just to tell him it was mine, but I still wouldn't have asked for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because he, yeah. hey, finders keepers. Yeah, so, yeah. But possession is nine tenths the law. So. I almost wanted to tell him what happened because that made. But I was laughing so hard that if I had pulled up there, I I wouldn't have. I'd have lost it again. I'd have been like, dude, you won't believe this. But you're welcome to that nice saw. At least it wasn't a brand new saw or anything. And I believe I actually got Excuse it for me. free. So I did, I'm okay. not out any money. <laughs> you found it the same way? It came nah, I bought it for 200 bucks. Here way. you go. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> I, I, you found yeah. it on a walk? No, I, I acquired it. What a it fucking weird thing to junk. find on a walk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like a murder it's, uh, tool or something. <laughs> it reminds me, I don't know, have you seen the Family Guy Star Wars, the oh, first yeah. one? Oh, yeah. uh, whatever the first one is. <laughs> Where they're, they go down the, sh- they go, they go down the garbage chute and they're like, look at the, and uh, well, God, what's the guy's, the dad's name? Peter. Peter. It's like, <laughs> oh, look at this couch. This is a perfectly good couch. <laughs> and so Peter, because Peter's Han Solo and Brian, the dog, is Chewbacca. And they pick it up and they're running. So the rest of the Star Wars movie where they're like, you know, and then they get out to the Millennium Falcon and then they they go up the ramp. And then Peter's on the end that's sticking out. He's like, oh, oh, it's wedged. It's 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 wedged. It's okay. Turn it your you know way. What? No, 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 my yeah. way. <laughs> <laughs> and they do all the things that people do. Oh. And it's like, okay, if you turn it clock counterclockwise, no, 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 no. I mean counterclockwise from your end. <laughs> like, you know what? It's wedged. Just I'll I'll just hold on to it. Just go ahead, fly off, take off. Well, I'll just hold it kind of thing. It's just funny. Speaking of wedging couches, that was the other thing. I had to have my, Alex help me move a couple of couches, and we had that conversation. Oh, no, no. Turn it here. Turn it. No. Don't. And it's like, turn it. reach down turn here it. and grab it. Okay. Well, okay. But his just, arms just are it about down. a foot shorter than mine. <laughs> Wait, you can't grab it? <laughs> Come on. Just, the fuck? We'll, we'll put both hands down here, and I'm trying and at one point, it was like, he's pushing me down the driveway. I'm like, yeah. slow down a little bit. As soon as he slowed down, he drops the couch. <laughs> so I knew what he was doing. It's like, oh, we need your arms just a little bit longer. Losing grip, losing grip, gone. <laughs> I'm like, if you need to set it down, let me know. Don't jump. Yeah. <laughs> it was like three times we I drug it across the ground because you just like I'm done. I'm like crap. <laughs> I remember those. But I will say that's one one thing with working out. I've I've moved like there's this I've got a sectional and I had a part of it up in my room and then moved it back downstairs and moving it upstairs. Now granted I'm going upstairs, so that's but that was before I started working out and and all of that. And I was done. Like after hoisting it up there, it's like, oh my God, this is ridiculous. Taking it down, it's like I picked it up. I walked down the steps, <laughs> shoot, and 
it was done and it's like okay and it was like two years later after i had been working out for at least a year or something it's like oh my god this <laughs> such a difference but i remember Not those dead. days with my dad where we're moving especially moving like um sofa house. sleepers oh my god those doesn't matter how much they, you work out those things are heavy still yeah yeah but and you then know, they I open was like up 14 15 16 and my dad was however and i'm like you gotta be kidding these this weighs 30 tons like i mean jeez louise the only thing you can use to keep them things closed is a belt yes a good solid leather belt if you don't use a leather belt or some kind of belt to keep that thing. It will open. All the, the straps will loosen. Possible yeah. moment. Jam up door. Okay, be careful of the doorway. Dunk. <laughs> you know, that's when it's gonna go. I hate them things. I was gonna say my my number one thing that happens every time I move a couch is I hit my hand right on the doorknob every time. <laughs> I bet you it. that's a height thing. Uh, it's it my hands are usually perfectly there there yeah yep i get them in the door jams actually doorknobs don't get me but screen doors do like when mm. you're coming out it's like i dodged wham, everything wham. else and at the last moment i'm like ah you know I'll, I'll catch it on the screen door handle mm-hmm. yeah you know, just want to take off all the doors and then it's an old door and you can't get it off exactly yeah. but you ever Trying to put a door back in by yourself is going to be one of the most frustrating tasks tasks you'll ever do. Got to use one. I got to use a Slim Jim pry bar, and that way you yeah. can balance the door up and down, mm-hmm. and you can kind of get it in there. And you only have to hold your tongue to the left, not the left and the right. <laughs> use about a third less cuss words. Yeah, if, if it's an interior door where it's like it's basically a fake. It's just wood. Yeah, that's and not much anything. There's like a one, like it's a one by whatever on the edge of the door to give it. And so veneer. you could put the lock and the, yeah, but otherwise it's just veneer. But my basement, so the door going out to my garage in the basement, that's solid wood. The whole thing is solid. And I took that off and it's like, or my dad and I took took it off and or maybe it was my dad and my uncle or something, but it, I wasn't really involved or by the time I got there, it was real easy. It was no big deal. And it's like, no, I could put that up by myself. Cause I've hung doors in here. No big deal. Uh, but it's like, I went to go like, Oh my God. This, this sucks. And then it's, it's so heavy that you try moving it a little bit and you end up moving it too <laughs> yeah <laughs> i almost got it i almost got it. if you have one of your kids help you just drop the pin in they either get their finger pinched yeah or they drop the pin the one time you have it lined up yeah perfect uh, yeah and they miss <laughs> and they do they'll just drop it on the ground yeah anyway talk about kid blunders those are wonderful Let's see. Try up. Let's see. Uh, well, uh, my my wonderful saga of getting um, yeah, state troopers got me again this past week. That they're they're really having fun pulling. So that's kind of in a blunder. But the inspection passed. He was he was a nice guy. But yeah, they 
for whatever reason, Illinois State Police, if you're driving through in a box truck, they will most likely pull you. I've been pulled over more in the last six months than I probably have in the last 10 years. Just, it's like, I almost want to stay in the same truck all the time and be like, look, you just got me last week. Do you really expect <laughs> me now? <laughs> look, I'm just making paid. sure every week. Hey, yeah. look, these are my three warnings and we fixed them all. Can you just look at those and let me go? <laughs> <laughs> if you keep pulling me over, people are going to start talking. <laughs> yeah. We're doing deals yeah. here, pal. The only reason yeah. I ain't get pulled over If today, you want to date me. Was Take he already had first. someone pulled over? Yeah, yeah, yep. I looked over, and sure enough, there he is working a box truck. And then take a different route. I, there's where I'm going, it would add like an hour to my day if I did. It's there's just no good way. What was funny was another one popped out on my way back and I'm like, Oh, he's coming for me. Nope. Nailed the box truck behind me. I'm like, yes, (laughs) (laughs) there's my triumph. I made it through my Monday without getting pulled over. (laughs) Jesus Christ. That's ridiculous. Well, let's see. I've been almost every week. Three weeks in a row. I got pulled over. Yeah, three, skip a week and got pulled over again. That's how, yeah. So, all quick inspections. Well, mostly quick inspections. The last one was long, but yeah. I know. They're, they're working them. I don't know why they're going after little little old box trucks. They need to go after the semis. The ones that are doing 80 mile an hour and about blowing you off the road. And you're like, I want that engine. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be nice <clears throat> I was going to say for my triumph is uh, we had our housewarming party and the house did not burn you down you survived <laughs> yes <laughs> barely <laughs> like I was saying earlier uh, before we started the podcast I went to bed at 3 woke up at 8.30 and the house was clean that's a triumph. I was going to say, I didn't do it. I can't take credit <laughs> for it. But it, if you've been to enough parties and you wake up and the house is clean, you're almost confused. <laughs> did, I, did I sleep the whole day away? Is it Monday? <laughs> so that was good. Yeah, we had quite the turnout. It was a good time. And I was a little worried about it because a lot of our friends, when we all get together, it's one of those things like, you always think it's going to just end up into a shit show, which it kind of did, but <laughs> nobody got in a fight. One person got a little bit reckless, but it like it got Wasn't handled really pro- out of hand. It got handled properly. It was like nobody, you know, whenever like somebody starts getting a little too drunk, like some people start getting pissed. Now people are just like kind of an understanding. Like we understand we've all been there. The guy, he, they just adopted, uh, the whole story is kind of odd, but they just kind of have a child, so he hasn't really been out at all. And it was like the first time actually getting out, and he was trying to drink like he did before. They yeah, and it didn't a go bad that way. Idea. Oh yeah, trying to drink a whole bottle of Jamo to himself was probably not the best idea. But anyways, yeah, like got handled perfectly, 
Anyways, only one person puked, got cleaned up right away. <laughs> I watched that happen. That was kind of hilarious. <laughs> He's about a foot away from the door and just right there. And then <laughs> he couldn't quite make it. From what I heard, it's he tried going to the bathroom, but there was somebody in it. So like he knew he had enough to make it to that bathroom, but then he had to make it five extra feet. <laughs> he made it four so that's all good but it ended up being an awesome night a lot of people it was a lot of people that like we knew and there was like maybe you know always a little groups of people that knew but it seemed like everybody just meshed well which doesn't always happen when you have kind of parties like that it's usually kind of like everybody kind of you know goes off into their little clicks and i was everybody meshing with everybody so that was awesome good yeah, yeah and cool. blunter awesome i worked out once last week Ooh. <laughs> yep. for you that's like basically missing a month i might as well have <laughs> <laughs> I, I well it was i only did tuesday and i'm starting to get lingering it injury it's not injuries it's just tendon pains from my old job my elbows wrist and forearms are just welcome to getting older cj (laughs) i'm feeling it i'm feeling it bud (laughs) well i was doing i was doing dumbbell bench and my chest it felt great but my short my not my shoulder my elbows my forearms are so tight that it was hurting my wrists and my elbows Mm -hmm. and I, I finished off the workout. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? It, it's from my lingering. Well, I wouldn't even say it was. A, I think it's a, like a golfer's or tennis elbow. And it's just, it's making that whole tendon so tight that the whole arm is just screwed. So I'm, I took off the rest of the week because I had to prepare for the party, get the house ready and all that stuff. And this week I'm just going to try to, I wouldn't say go full bore, but kind of just go slower, less weight and try the work out this because I can't deal with it. <laughs> Shit, are you 50? <laughs> My body kind of feels like it sometimes, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> like, I, That's because it, it's, it's injuries exactly like me. I was going to say, these are the injuries that you didn't take care of and your body's like, hey, fucker, I haven't left. <laughs> yeah. Wait another 17 years and see what they Man. say to you then. Yeah. <laughs> Excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The dehydration this weekend probably couldn't help it at all. So. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, just getting back into all that stuff, but yeah, whatever. It's the holidays. Everything's gonna I wouldn't say everything's gonna go to shit, but it's not gonna be completely planned. So because we're gonna be taking going over to our parents for the holidays so there's about zero percent chance i'm actually going to be able to go to it well i can probably go to the gym but stay on track with a diet it's going to be impossible so is well, if you it were die hard it'd be possible i'm not getting paid for it mm-hmm. fair yeah. fair you know that's probably one of the best answers not getting paid for it so what's it's a hobby uh, there was so I saw one of my favorite coaches 
for bodybuilding and bodybuilding coach. And he said, just remember that bodybuilding is a hobby for 99.99% of people. So if you miss a meal, it's not like the end of the world. You're not missing out on a paycheck. So don't, don't be so diehard about it. I'm like, well, that probably the best advice most people could take away from it. If you're not making, you know, a salary out of it, is it, is it really that big of a problem if you miss a week of training or a meal? Yeah. Oh, well, your body might even recover more. You know, yeah. you, you talk to the yeah. old gym bros, they would take a week off every now and then. Every, you know, just let things recover. Sometimes you grow. Yeah, that's a good point. And in corners of masculine Twitter, it's like you'd think like, holy shit, if you don't hit the gym or you fuck up a meal like you eat a donut or two like or a piece of shit or a casey's pizza you're fucked mm, and yeah you are a piece of shit kind of thing and it's like you know what like in the in the whole scheme of things <clears throat> i mean i've thought about this myself it's like i could i could be more cut than i am like i could stand to lose you know however you know five percent body fat and i could do it pretty quickly if if I was really super disciplined in terms of and added, maybe added cardio, but from a diet perspective, just super disciplined, made everything, had it all planned out and the whole schmear. But it's like, you know, I, I have two daughters. I, I'm going to enjoy life. Like, mm-hmm. like, I, you know, I, there's going to be times where I'm going to eat like shit and that's, that's okay. Could I be further along than I am? Could I look better than I already do? Sure but I'm not going to die to get there. Like I'm not going to kill myself to get, get to that point. Cause, and probably it's, it's even at least for me in the long run, that much better. Cause I, it's more over time, just chipping away a little bit here and there rather than trying and to you, do 12. You're probably or, still in the 1% of 50 year olds. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's so uh, going by, class reunion shit it's like the bar is set you never think that bar is set really that that really that low but it really is set that That low low. (laughs) so just try and makes you above them yeah yeah (laughs) just showing up um do you have anything else cj or is that pretty much covered that's pretty much, well. I did get a bonus at work today Ooh. on top of my raise. So I was oh, not. Nice. Well, they said that we were getting so, <laughs> this. is the weirdest thing. So, because of COVID, our company was giving out some kind of bonus that we stayed. Awesome. Yeah. Hey, whatever. Which I was hey, like, hey, you don't think about it. Just don't. Just, just go. When I first course. heard it. Like that's that's you know what stupid, they say about gift I'm not, I'm not gonna not yeah. take money. That's the kind of and check I, I just cash and put that money in my pocket. Let's well, go. It's coming with my um check this Friday. So I'm like hell yeah. There you go. So much. When we I'll, meet up, first round is on CJ, is what I'm hearing. Yeah, sounds like it. We're doing body shots. <laughs> I don't care if you're buying. I I don't care. <laughs> and, and since he's not here, you know who we're doing them off of. So if you're listening, <laughs> if he happens to listen to this on the seven hours of his driving, 
We're going to get called the last minute. Can't make it. <laughs> I don't know about this, guys. I feel uncomfortable. Uh, yeah, I'm just worried uh, about uh, him calling us out. I'm looking like slubs. <laughs> You're not wearing Armani? <laughs> yeah, you fat fucks. Yeah, yeah. just totally... That's do you fair. guys even do you guys even go to the gym anymore? No, it, like, you it'll, know, it'll be really showing through. And pie. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, for uh, for a triumph uh, for me this week, there's there's lots of things that have been piling up that, in the whole scheme of things, are no big deal, but they're just naggy little things like the uh, light bulb in the dryer went out a while back and it's just a light bulb in the dryer Mm -hmm. it's a small little it's almost like a blinker light Hmm. uh kind of thing it's like a uh whatever it's it's uh like a not even a 40 watt bulb like it's 10 volt like it's some flashlight bulb almost but anyway Stuff like that. And there's been, you know, it doesn't affect the workings of the dryer, but it's one of those things that it's like, ah, should fix that. There's, and there's lots of little ticky tacky things like that, that I've just been putting off. Cause you know, it's one of those who, who gives a shit, right. all the stuff still works. It's no big deal kind of thing, but it's like, fuck, I should, I need to replace that. I need to do this. I need to check that. I need it. So I got a lot of that little shit stuff done and you know it's it's one of those things that all those things together make one big pile of poop and it's just nice to have that you know shit done and makes for a way too long of a to-do list yeah yeah and even though and then it keeps adding to it because you don't want to go do to the to-do list yeah yeah so i think that's that's the big uh triumph for the week uh, for blunders fuck i don't know sure there's something i'm not thinking In all of. those projects you didn't have any blunders actually no because they were all so small and simple and easy wow that's wonderful <laughs> there wasn't anything too much too hard to screw up it's like replace this light bulb change this out check the air in the tire like it's just um speaking of did you ever get new tires did you ever fix that tire? Oh yes. So, <clears throat> so okay. they like the weights <coughs> were coming loose. So they replaced that. Although, and I over the summer, the spare I have a full size spare, and only recently with the temperature dropping has that lost air. So the check uh, check tire pressure light came on, but it's the spare full size spare. So I need to take it that back you got a little a thing that tells you on your spare tire it's low on all five yeah wow the sensor there's a sensor on all five of them well that's fancy uh, yeah 2009 technology fancy well somebody's <laughs> rich <laughs> yeah, no. i don't even have a real spare tire so i can't talk well, I got an SUV. You have a fake one? Yeah. 
Nice. A donut. It's one of those little donut things. That... <laughs> I thought he was talking about it's like a mock one. <laughs> it looks uh, like a tire, but it's really not. It's not. It's not really a tire. I don't consider those tires. All it is is a, round ru- a hard rubber that might be able to get you off the road. The funny part is watching people drive with four of those. You're not supposed to go over 50 miles. Hell, you're not even supposed to go over like 35 miles. It's supposed to just get you off the road. And you see people driving around with four of them. (laughs) You see people driving around with four of them? Four of them. All four tires have all those four, those those cheap-ass donuts. Yeah, it's a thing. How the fuck do they have four of them? Do they steal them? Yeah. (laughs) Indianapolis, I have seen that multiple times. But here, here in my town, Decatur, yeah, I've seen it here, too. Yes, yeah, I've seen people with one on the interstate and just laughing the whole time. Like I can't wait till that thing just goes flying. Yeah, but no, they'll, they'll go swipe them. Hell, they're, they're cheap to buy. I mean, they're just like a couple. They used to be anyway. But yeah, that's a spare tires get robbed a lot. People don't realize it, but yeah, they get stolen quite a bit. Like um, especially off of ones that are on pickup trucks or on vans and stuff because it's underneath, not inside. It's easy to go in there, snip the wire and snag it. So, yeah. But I felt sorry for an old man. I, I pulled around him the other day and it's like he's driving down the road and it's like, does he know his right rear is flat? Yeah. Well, is he get where is he headed to? And it was like I'm like trying to traffic was coming. I'm like, no, there's two of them in the car. They gotta know the thing's flat. And it looked like he was getting off the road, but it's yeah. You're like, hey, you're driving on the rim. (laughs) (coughs) Let's see. Public service announcement. Watch out for ladders. I don't know what it is right now, but I have seen more ladders fly off vans and trucks like mad ladders laying all over the roads and stuff. For some reason, people are not securing them. So if you see a vehicle with a ladder in front of you, keep an eye on it. (laughs) Maybe get around it fast. (laughs) Keep a weather eye. Yeah. Oh, Oh, uh, I will say for a blunder, it just occurred to me. So my youngest, uh, so the school does a thing every year called Operation Christmas where basically you fill a shoebox with toys or books or stuff for uh, basically as a donation. And then they'll package these up and send them to third world countries or something like that. So my, or maybe it's even here in, in the States, but people who are in shelters or whatever, and don't, aren't really going to have a Christmas kind of thing. Anyway, my youngest was really gung ho and she wrote a note. She like, she donated, toys and books that she doesn't a couple dolls and stuffed animals and a couple books she doesn't read anymore so it's basically getting rid of her stuff um, and i thought that was awesome and she wrote a note and had this idea of hey we should include a. I think it would be really neat if we included a picture of us just so they know who it's coming from i'm like okay i mean i see where you're going but but she had her heart set on it i'm like okay sweetheart because she had a picture picked out it's like should be this picture we can it's like okay sure yeah i'll, I'll print it out 
will get it all taken care of. So days go by, totally forget to print it. <laughs> and then the last minute, the day before they're supposed to be turned in, I'm like, okay, I'll try doing it. My printer turns out the printer heads on my printer crapped out <laughs> and it's completely foobard. So it's like, okay, I'm sorry, sweetheart. I, I'm not going to be able to get the picture. And the look, on, she, she started crying, but she stopped. But the look on her face was, oh. yep. I was like, oh, shit. One of those moments. Yeah, you just have to go, all right, I will find a way to make this happen. And so it's like, when do these things need to be turned in? Okay, it just says tomorrow, like whatever day. And then they were going to have a, a packaging party or something to to get it all shipped out that night so it's like as long as i turned it in before school's over i'm good so long story short i did save the day but in that moment i was like just and for you fathers out there when your kids your sons or daughters just there's a look on their face where they're stiff up trying to stiff up or lip it but they're clearly not at all happy and you just know you better make it fucking right (laughs) so it's like they're not I mad. Was... They're just disappointed. Yeah, yes, yeah. <laughs> exactly. I, I just rather you kick me in the nuts, sweetheart, than than see that look. <laughs> Throw a brick at me would that be so much better than that particular look? But it's like okay, I, I will make it happen, and I ended up saving the day. But it's uh, yeah, it's still that look was, still came yeah. through. Yeah. I did. I I managed to do it because, but it. In that moment, because then I'm freaking out. <laughs> okay, how how am I gonna make this right? <laughs> so, how much did you spend on the brand new printer? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, uh, I just had it uh, like did the CVS thing, and they you can yeah they can pop it out right there. Yeah, so a lot easier than it used to be. Yes. Where you had to drop off the film and get it developed, and then you see three weeks later, you're like, "Oh, yep. I got pictures." Yep. Yeah. And then you realize half the ones that you thought would turn out cool look like shit, and yep. Yeah. Ah, the good old days. <laughs> the one where you got the thumb over it, and you're like, <laughs> "How did I do that?" Uh, good times. Then you paid money to have that developed. Yeah. I remember those. Yeah. And then you'd get the, not only would you get the pictures, but you'd get the negatives too. Yep. Uh, Right up there with Polaroids. I remember dad had one Polaroid that he would always have problems on. And he'd end up going, why isn't this? Take take a picture. picture. Bottom of his nose. Yeah, yeah, I know they still have them. It's like they they come and go, but I but mean, back in the, the day same. when we were kids, they're not they the were... big blocky ass Polaroids no. we had back then with the pop up flash, and yeah. they're like a uh, two bricks put together. Yeah, <laughs> that just reminded me of the disposable ones they used to get all the time. That if you hit them just right, they would just flash. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and now, yeah. Yeah. That's so crazy. Now we have a phone. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Well, and I had to ch- uh, if you go around to like old, old feed stores, old, I don't know, fishing places, any, any kind of like back type thing. There's all these pictures on the wall of all these guys fishing, hunting, and everything. And then right around like 99 to 2005, they all stop. Yeah. Everywhere. Well, why? Because phones started, you know, you had digital. And most people don't print them out. Every once in a while, you'll see a couple printed out. But it's funny. It's like pictures, pictures, everyone showing off all their, and then nothing. Yeah. They post so much on the computer now that it's like no one posted up like the local watering holes. Like or, a bulletin board. Yeah, 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 yeah. No one has them much. And the ones that are yeah, up. That's a good point. Are yeah. all old. It's like, hey, that's when you were a kid 20 years ago. Sure was. <laughs> Haven't taken time to take the picture off the wall, but as it yeah, it's a real... such a different time. Yeah. So. It's like, hmm, things that your kids don't know about. Yeah. Yeah. That's for sure. Because Wait till CJ shit. has kids. They're going to be so far. We'll be, they'll listen to this podcast someday and they'll be like, what are, do we need to Google this? Man, those people really are old. <laughs> I thought <laughs> yeah. dad was old, but those other two are really old. <laughs> those guys are ancient. I'll be like, yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, Pretty much. It comes for us all. It comes yep. for us all, CJ. Oh, fill it in my elbow. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, we're not really having questions this week. We're just going to talk about stupid stuff on the internet. Sweet lazies. Yep. The first one, and this is from the wonderful Weird Guinness book, Strangest Guinness World Records. First off, how many watermelons? Let's see, where is it? How fast do you think you could crush three watermelons with only your thighs? You've been doing the thigh buster in the gym. How fast do you think you can crush three of them? I think you got to break them in half. Just with your thighs, though. I believe you can cross your ankles from the few videos I've seen. Five minutes. Five minutes? Mm -hmm. Jimmy? Mm. You think you could do it faster than that? How fast do you think? You might get tired after the first one. (laughs) CJ's slow. You saw him on the... um, uh, (laughs) <laughs> the hack squat. I wanted to say squat rack. That was wrong. So I'm on the hack squat. He takes his time. What? Well, it's got to be. You do it in like two minutes. You're going to go with two minutes. You think you can do it in two minutes? Hey, is this what we're doing, or is this yeah. the world? No, record? what you would do it in. Not what the record is. What you would do it in. I would like to see Jimmy do it in two minutes. I think you could. We put money on this. <laughs> Taking no. the over under. <laughs> Take the over. 
Take the over. That's why I said five. <laughs> How about you? I'll go with two. You I mean, two. I'm thinking a minute or two. The right harder, the hardest part is lifting it up and crack. getting it there. Yeah, yeah, getting it going. Yeah, and then you got to grab another one and put it in there. Current record is fourteen point six five seconds. Jesus. Yeah, those are some nice. Those are some thighs. By Olga Lishchuk. I I can't. Sounds I about know. right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's going to read that and be like, man, you massacred that name. Absolutely. I mess my own up all the time. An Italian. Or at least in Italy. But yeah. I don't know what I'm going to do this year. You're going to see if you can even crush a watermelon with your thighs? I bet I could. I'm not even worried about that. But it's the 3 and 14 seconds. Well, how fast? uh, Just doing three of them. I think I would fumble it just... Well, that's a lot of practice, obviously. If you're making a world record, you've done it more than once. Right. But she, my question is, how many watermelons is she going through? How much is this record costing her? <laughs> that's true. Well, and what kind of technique do you use for crushing watermelons? Is it all just pure strength? Or do you got to, like, mark it out so you know where the weak spot is? You feel that out before. I wonder Yeah. Well, to be a world record, do you think that they actually let her like feel it out first before that? No, but they probably measure them. Like hmm. they got to be a certain ripeness, and you know, got to be a certain diameter. It's got to have seeds or seedless. True, that'd be something else. Yeah, I bet they have a specific watermelon you have to use. Yeah, I guess it has to be. Yeah, right. Like right, like and almost. I wonder if they're overripe or if they're still younger. Because if they're right, if they're kind of past their prime, it should be easier to squash it. Yeah, you would think so. I don't know. I've only hit them with like sledgehammers. Cut them up with swords and that stuff. Ash- I've never tried to crush one. Yeah, like a warhammer. Are you yeah. doing karate in the gra- garage? No karate. That hurts the hands and feet. No, no. Just seeing what implements would do to them. Yeah. Never done but, that. I always wanted to, though. Get like a nice katana and go slicing watermelons. Yeah, it's fun. Get your big old broadsword, cut them, take a baseball back to fruit. Well, and then there for a while, we had the BFH. That three pound dead blow, but he had one of those that's like the handle six foot long. And it's a three pound pound head. Jesus. Oh yeah, we were smashing all kinds of stuff with that. <laughs> mm hmm. That was fun times. Who is that comedian that did that? Um, Carrot Top? Gallagher. Oh Gallagher. No, Gallagher. Yeah. Gallagher. That's where we got the idea from. Yeah, no original thought there. It was just, yeah, alcohol, big hammer. What are we going to smash? What can we do? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Sounds about right. Now here, how, how big of a mouth do you guys think you have? Oh, Stuffing straws into it. I've seen those pictures. It looks so fucking wrong. 
It does. <laughs> yeah. I'm... What was that, Jimmy? Let me see it again. <laughs> That's about right. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm not gonna guess how many I can do. I'm guessing how many he can do. What's he got? Like like three eighty. How many do you think you could do? Me? I think I could do about a hundred. I don't think I could do many. (laughs) (laughs) You're thinking straws. (laughs) So what's the records? What seven hundred and eighty? Jesus. Wow, CJ is pretty close. Four hundred. Yeah, really. Yeah. That's why I'm looking at this picture, going, eh. yeah. Even with them smushing down flat, your jaws would just have to hurt. That is just yeah. It's like yeah. trying. Whenever uh, you ever get those like real um, jaw breakers, like the big ones, and you try to put it in your mouth and you get like locked jaw. Yeah, it's, yeah, because they're the size of a uh, pool cue or something. Yeah, it's probably more than that. It's not <laughs> even fun that. at that point. Yeah, That's but why? Like, who the? F- <laughs> it can't smell fear, honey. Uh, it's eleven inches around. Think, Think about, about it. it. <laughs> um. But who go, you know, who goes, you know what? I wonder how much, like, what's worse? The person who thinks to themselves, I wonder how many fucking straws I could fit in my mouth. Or the jackasses that are his friends that go, yeah, I wonder how much you, that sounds like a good idea. Give that a try. I'd be the first to egg it yeah. on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's exactly where I was going. It's like... Yeah, you I, fuckers. If I came up with some crazy shit idea, huh, this is like a good idea. Oh, yeah. yeah. I support you 100%. I'll even help you out. Do it. There's the thing. You just got to find that person that's willing to do it. Be like, but, hey, you know, that's how Jackass got started. Uh huh. They're just daring each other. That's all it is. It's like you get around with a group of guys and it's like, well, do you think you can do this? Well, do you think you can top this? Okay, <laughs> let's try this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. This one we were talking in the green room beforehand, but surprisingly enough, August has the highest number of births. And me personally, I would have thought like, you know, springtime would have, but. You know, that's like the hottest months, too. That has to suck. You know, the last, like, couple months of pregnancy, and it's the hottest months out of the year if you live in the Northern Hemisphere. Yeah. So, but we backdated it, and that means all you kinky people out there are having way too much holiday sex. And (laughs) that's why there's so many... Thanks, Dad. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. (laughs) <laughs> That's right. It's one of them. <laughs> I bet you get a text off that. I don't care. There's worse things to get text from. 
Yeah, that's interesting because you'd think. Well, you know, like animals and everything, it's like fall and spring. You think about it then, all the newborns and everything. And that's yeah, but they don't celebrate I, Christmas, so. I know. <laughs> what the fuck do they know? Well, I was thinking, you know, spring is, you know, when you start shedding your winter clothes and, right? And then as it gets warmer, then chicks start wearing summer dresses or skirts and you're just like, oh. You also got to think the winter, there's holidays and there's nothing else going on. That's why they have holidays in the winter because it's depressing. What's the best thing for depression? A little bit of fucking. There you go. Little cuddle time. (laughs) Hey, it's cold out. It's cold. Let's be by each other. Let's start the little fire, warm things up. Yeah, I can see it. It makes sense when you think about it. But right at first, I'm thinking more along the line of critters. And yeah. but yeah, it's holidays, you're bored, you don't have work, you actually probably got some sleep and you're well rested and everything, and you're like, Yeah, let's get it on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds enthusiastic. Let's yep. get it on. Let's get it on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you want to do it tonight? <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that's for all the knives, guys that only get, get it like once or twice a year during the holidays. You feeling it? I'm kind of still full from dinner. It's <laughs> 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 my favorite one. <laughs> oh. <laughs> all right. What else we got? Wait, is that a Guinness record? No, no. That's, that's just a did you know. Oh, I posted one. I, I don't know if you guys, I, I posted one in, in one of those where I uh, saw, uh, I was watching a, there's a car review um, YouTube channel that I watch every now and again, Savage Geese, and they do a real in-depth, they're really good. They do in-depth reviews of cars where they dive into like they talk about exterior interior then they actually take it in, in into the shop and put it on a lift and talk about the engineering changes and some of that is to give you an idea of how complex it is and how repair costs and those sorts of things so if you're talking to beamer where everything's drive by wire brake by wire shift by wire like all that stuff versus you know oh hey toyota here's a toyota truck or an f-150 with a v8 engine it's like you're good like you know it's a ford truck and it's a v8 engine or it's a toyota and it's a straight or it's a you know naturally aspirated v8 it's not turbocharged it's superchargers and then all this hoo-ha so it's really interesting from that perspective because they dive into some of that stuff on why the car is made the way it's made and this is what it could cost you. And then they talk about the driving part. Anyway, they did one on the Porsche, uh, Porsche uh, Panamera, which is their four door. They have a four door version of their cars. Uh, They came out with it a while, while ago, a number of years ago, but, uh, but in that video, they're doing a review for the 2022 or whatever the newest model is. And they mentioned a stat that just floored me. 
that the average buyer or the, yeah, the average income of a buyer of the Porsche Panamera, the average income is $550,000 a year, which that's the average. That's not like the mean. Well, you can get one billion here to buy one. That average skyrocket. Average. Like it's great, and and they built it for that. It's it's meant right. to be more of a high end uh, car. Yeah, like a Bentley or a you know some of those sorts of things, a Bugatti. But it's like wow, whoa, that I mean, I get it, and it's a Porsche. It's it's like there's a certain quality that you're getting. There's a certain blah 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 that goes with all of that. But geez, that's a sexy ass car though. <laughs> CJ's looking. He's dreaming. Yeah, but, but would you rather drive that it. or your truck? This on Iowa roads. The... Do what on Iowa roads? I wouldn't be on the interstate, pal. <laughs> <laughs> Like, yeah, this is meant to go. Up I got this like really a, fast car, but I only do thirty-five on the back <laughs> yeah. road. <laughs> yeah, there's. Uh, say, I, I think know this car enough is roads to in Iowa. I think I could go over the speed limit quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> there's a thing that Iowa and Nebraska have, and it's roads where nobody's on. <laughs> yeah, that's for damn straightaways. Sure. But it's interesting, you know, that you mentioned that, Nate, because even here, like I've seen a couple Lamborghinis here in Omaha. It's like, wait, what? Why do you have one of those here? Here. Now, on one level, part of me gets it, right? It's a bigger status symbol here than it is, say, in Miami or in L.A. or, you know, some of those places. But at the same time, it's fucking Nebraska. We have winter. We have potholes the size of Grand, the Grand Canyon. Okay, I Evil think that Knievel couldn't even jump across. LA is gonna have worse potholes than we do. And think about it: they're driving that in LA. How fast can you really go in traffic in LA? <laughs> Fair, but. It's not like Chicago stop and go. Like if it's you're on... still a fair weather driving car, it's not yeah. a car you're going to drive in the winter time. Well, if I got the money to buy that car, are you kidding me? Is that going to be my only fucking car? True. No, absolutely. But that's kind of. But the same. If you have that kind of money, yes, and especially in in the Midwest, then you have, from a cost of living perspective, like relatively speaking, you're making serious bank. Like that's. Yeah. Like you got, well, you got money to burn. See, and that's why I think we think of them more of like on the coastal because you can drive them year round. Yeah, yeah, guys can buy one of those and drive it year round and have it as a regular commuter car. Where if you're in the Midwest, that's a fun car on the weekend. But at yeah. the same time, there's a lot. There's a Corvette Club local here. There's a lot of guys with bets. They got them down. They got them about slammed to the ground. So they're driving them things around. So yeah, that's true. Uh, Same here. Yeah, that's, yeah. 
but it's just the idea. I mean, but it's like even a Corvette to me, that's still more of an attainable, although even, even the latest version, which is a more of mid engine because they changed it. So it's now it's, they do have a mid mid engine version. I don't know if they're all like that for 2021 or 2022. Like, but, um, but that's the closest thing to like, it's still within reach. Yeah. It's, it's getting up there. It's like 120 more thousand now, but there was a time where it was like closer to 80,000, you know, sub 100,000 supercar, like, but not quite a supercar with, but it's the closest thing you could get. That's really attainable for more quote unquote average Joe's. Um, Even the, what is it? The Hellcat. Well, you like have the, that, and then all the top end versions of Mustang that would fit. Yeah, there. like the yeah, GTs the Shelby, and the Shelbys, and all that. Yeah, the GT Shelby GT five hundred, whatever that is. Um, the Camaro, even the Camaro too. They dropped a Corvette engine in a Camaro. Camaro. Uh, in in the new body style of Camaro, like, but those are more to me. Those are more everyday guys, even cars. though there's. Yeah, they're they're still expensive. I mean, I think a Hellcat runs the MSRP is like seventy some odd thousand. So who knows what you'd actually buy it for at a dealership? But right. it's not Lamborghini money. It's not Ferrari money. And those are uh, even if you bought a lesser one, like four hundred and fifty horsepower versus seven hundred. Like it's it's a more approachable uh kind of thing than than some of those and more practical in the midwest like right what the hellcat even if you bought a hellcat challenger or charger that's for the four door that's the charger right the yeah. four door right i could haul the girls and a whole bunch of shit in that thing it, it mean it's more practical as an everyday car versus a lamborghini or this porsche panamera but it's just five hundred and fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> could you imagine what the I mean, whatever. Yep. Bobby Axelrod money. There you go. They don't even think about it. Yeah. All right. Like CJ. Yeah, basically. Who's drooling over him? <laughs> no, they're coming out with a Shelby F-150 Super Snake. What? Hmm. <laughs> I, 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 I knew that I saw this. I saw a commercial for it, and well, they had a Ford commercial and there was a truck that went by and it had the Cobra symbol. Like, you got to be shitting me. There's no way. It's a real thing. There you go. It's only starting at $93,000. Oh, easy. You can buy two. 770 horsepower. In a pickup truck. But isn't it Roush Racing that they're doing aftermarket work on F-150s? Uh-huh. It's somebody like that that has a partnership with Ford, and they're kind of pulling a Shelby, where uh, Carol Shelby, where they're kind of decking it doing, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know, not that I don't want to see these trucks go fast or the power there, but in my world, a truck is something you work with. Yeah, it's like yeah, yeah, soup them up. It's just like those guys putting those big noisy mufflers on the diesel so they can make them sound loud i'm like yeah my my truck does that too why 
because I barely have a oh. muffler on it. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you know, I'm looking at it. And I'm like, you can't even work with the thing. It's jacked up so high. It wobbles. You can't tow anything with it because you got to. It's like yeah. a pickup truck to me is something you work with. Yeah, not, it's a work vehicle, not a. Not this. Oh, let's put 700 horsepower into a pickup truck and go. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, if you cool. want to put a V8. Because you want that power or a diesel engine. Yeah. 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 You know, zero to 60 yeah, do I like Baja or five? What's that? Zero to 60 and 3.45. Yeah. See, to me, in, in a, a pickup truck. truck, do that in a Mustang. And I'm like, yes, do that in a pickup. I'm not really impressed. It's I like, I am more impressed. No, see, I'm less impressed because I'm going to be like, well, can you pull a boat with it? Can you pull a trailer with it? Actually, you probably could, honestly. But would you want to? Well, that that's the point. It's okay. like, it's a, it's are a you going to go toy. pick up a refrigerator down down at wherever it lows? You going to pick up a refrigerator? <laughs> no, because it's a luxury freaking vehicle and it's a pickup truck. It's like I want a truck to work with. It's just, and that's a mental thing. You know, get a fucking yeah. beater. Oh, I'll just go. But get I see where he's going. A truck is supposed to be a truck. I see where he's yeah. going, but I don't care. I yeah, know. no, no, I get your, it. I your get opinion it. doesn't matter here, Nate. <laughs> <laughs> you just still want seven hundred. I know. I know. Uh, Dodge. They took the Durango, and I think they're making a Hellcat version of that for one year, like this year, this model. Well, year. they got the XRT. It's ridiculous. Yeah, but before that, they just had. They had, I think they were calling it the SRT or whatever, but it was it it had it had a three ninety two, um, TRX, in it. Excuse me, but then they, but they, but there's something that they did with that engine because they still wanted people they wanted it to be a faster SUV you know, kind of fit with their brand, like the way they were pushing their brand with the charger and the challenger and the Hellcat stuff, but still make it practical in terms of you could still haul a boat. You could still put your family in it and use it as a daily driver, even though it had 400, whatever horsepower or something like that, that you could get five you could miles rip. to the gallon. Oh, that was, yeah. You know, that's what I'm getting at. You, you got all this horsepower, but you can't go past the gas station. Yeah. Yeah, to me that's no. I've seen. I never said it was practical. Let me yeah. run all day long. You know, it's like yeah. yeah. Lately, I've seen a lot of uh, heavy duty pickups like diesel with with diesel engines. You know, like two four two fifty or three fifty or whatever. But they have big stacks, exhaust stacks, and and there's a couple couple of kids at the high school that have the at the, the, the my daughter goes to. It's like. Okay, we're not. It's like big country, but in a wealthy suburb of exactly. Of <laughs> and let's 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 shake the windows as we drive by yeah. everybody's houses and piss them off in a small neighborhood. Yep. You know, I will say though, diesel exhaust. Oh my god, that smells so good. I love it. It's coal. It that smell. Whether it's from a truck or a it's bus, perfume. Yeah, I love it. It's well, it brings back memories of 
being on in drum corps and being on tour because they'd park all the bus like all the buses from every core at any competition would be sitting in one lot parking lot and you'd walk over there and post after the show is after the competition's over everyone's packed you know things are getting packed up so you can move on to the next place but everyone's hanging out by the buses and we're shooting the shit like we are but you have all the engine all the buses are going so that they can keep the air so once we get on the road it's nice and cool and all that sort of stuff the semis are going so it's like just this wall of diesel exhaust it's like ah this is heaven (laughs) (laughs) oh man this brings back you 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 got me going back in the memory brinks i was uh dating this gal and then another guy he was a diesel mechanic also the gal he was dating and we showed up and it was after work got showered and cleaned up but when you're around diesel all day, you can't scrub the smell off. And, the, and this other couple showed up and she goes, Hmm, what, what's that smell? I can't really place it. What kind of cologne do you guys have on? And the other guy, a guy's girlfriend goes, it, it's, it's uh, called diesel. And she's like, really? Where do you pick that up at? <laughs> <laughs> and we started laughing. She's like, Ah, uh, you got to work for it. <laughs> you know, it's like, yep, yeah, that's just diesel. It's like, can't quite ever get it off your skin. It, it takes a lot of scrubbing. That's no uh, shit. Well, but back to, hey, uh, Jimmy, thanks. I, I, I want to see you do this. Uh-oh. I want to see you blow a marshmallow out your nostril. And have CJ catch it. <laughs> no shit. This is a Guinness. The farthest marshmallow blown out of a nostril and into the mouth of a catcher is what is it? 17 feet 11 inches for any Canadian barbarians. That's 5.46 meters. I think we hit 20 feet. And was achieved by launcher Paul Prado and catcher Sophia. I don't even know how to pronounce that last name on the Senate Guinness world's gone wild in LA 2012. And it's gone wild. Yeah. 17 feet, 11 inches launching a marshmallow with your nostril. So I'm guessing it's a mini one. It's one of the little mini marshmallows. So you got to shove that in your nose, hold the other nostril and blow it out. Why do they have to catch it in their mouth? I don't know. <laughs> Better hope his nose is cleaned up when he goes to shoot it at you. I think that's part of it. I think it's not only do you have to shoot it, the other person has to catch it. It's not just distance. So. And CJ thinks he, we can get 20 feet out of it. Yeah, over five yards. I No, no. You can do it. 5.46 meters. It was 17 feet, 11 inches. Yeah, and that's... Okay, so yard-wise... Yeah, it's like five five yards, just over five yards. No, it's longer than that. If you're going for 20 feet, or you're saying for 17, it'd be six. For 17. Oh, for 17, okay, yeah. You're right, 20 would be That's what I was thinking, that's why, yeah. 
but still, but for me, that's where I was thinking. I was thinking football field. And how so many yards standing, you got to blow? Yeah, like six yeah. yards. You got to blow marshmallows six yards, and CJ has to catch it. I will run I mean, video. Better start practicing, Jimmy. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. You guys have, have your girl shove a marshmallow up your nose to help you. <laughs> Load them up. <laughs> Double barrel. <laughs> God, that's. You know, there's what, people that would. Why pay would you to see that happen? They did this on live television. So, but what else comes out with that marshmallow? (laughs) Uh oh, we're losing Jimmy. He had a thought and froze. There he is. He's back. Yeah, I'm here. Sorry. Uh, Okay, that's asking, like, why did Jackass do anything on that show? You know, it's just. Yeah. (laughs) Got an image in your head or what? Oh, here's (laughs) this one has always freaked me out a little bit. The longest fingernail. Oh, those things are fucking nasty. Longest fingernails on a single hand measured 358 inches. Yeah, just. Oh, that's 909.6 centimeters for any of you backwards Canadians or other metric types. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I've seen pictures of that and you see those nails hanging down off them. And it's like, I, I think I use my hands too much for all kinds of things. What are you doing for all those years with your hands like that? Yeah. I just letting them hang around is that the it was like some old dude and his thumbs like all curled I think I remember seeing a picture of him Mm, I kind of remember what you're talking about so nasty so how did he wipe his ass for all those years probably had someone you know no, probably had a bidet. Yeah. Or someone else did it for him. So this is going to make everyone want to watch Fight Club. Did you know that there's a Starbucks cup in every shot in Fight Club? The urban legend may be false that there's a Starbucks in every corner in every city, but that's not the case in the 1999 film Fight Club. Uh it says every the, shot? Inf- the infamous, well, every, I think it, they mean every scene, maybe not every shot, but oh, okay. Um, it said the infamous white coffee cup made it into every scene in the movie. Rumor has it this stunt was inspired by a line in the film when Norton's character explains when deep ex- space exploration ramps up, it'll be the corporations that name everything, the IBM Stellar Sphere. The Microsoft Galaxy Planet Starbucks. So now I'm going to have to watch Fight Club again and see if yep. I can spot the Starbucks cup. And speaking of Fight Club, do you 
remember the first time you watched it, did you notice the flashes of whenever they actually show? Yeah, I just totally forgot his name. The Brad Pitt. Yeah, when they flash Brad Pitt in the scenes. Yeah, that's. Uh, did you uh, notice that the first time? What's his like, character? Yeah, I totally forgot it. I'm gonna look. <laughs> that one's gonna. It's gonna bother me because Edward Norton's character, he's the narrator. Uh-huh. Tyler Durden. Tyler yeah, Durden. there we go. Tyler Durden. So, yeah, like the was it the first part of the movie whenever he's going to all the meetings and stuff and it flashes? And he's Tyler talking Durden. about, yeah, and he's talking about having insomnia. That's yeah. when Tyler starts showing up. Yeah. I honestly, I, well, I watched when I was a kid, but I'd never noticed until I heard that they do the flashes and I went back and watched. And then there was the little, because it was just like the movie scene whenever he's like, he would put the porn clip in there. Yeah. Yeah. It was exactly just like that. Yep. Yeah. That was a fun movie to watch. Yeah, I may need to watch that again. It's been a while. It's like, hmm. So you got what other good ones you got, Jimmy? Uh, I'm trying to. Oh, see here. here you go. <laughs> this is one everyone needs to know. Kissing for one minute will burn roughly 26 calories. Yeah. I'm not kissing you. <laughs> well, I I hope not, but on your next date, if you want to burn some calories. Yeah. <laughs> just like kissing or who's just kissing for a minute. Just kissing. Just yeah. kissing. There you go. You can go try that one out and see if it actually works, CJ. I I would no. <laughs> You wouldn't kiss her. You're not going to kiss just a regular for a kiss minute? for a minute. For a minute, that sounds so awkward. Maybe just make out with her. I don't know. Well, that's what I was going to say. I was like, who the who does an actual regular kiss? You're probably going to use a little tongue action. Maybe that's what I'm saying. Calorie. Could you sit there for a minute and a regular kiss? I'd feel really stupid after about 15 seconds. Oh, I'd fall. Uh. Says, did you know one of the largest pyramids in the world is a Bass Pro Shops in Memphis, Tennessee? <laughs> I can believe that. Says, no, you don't have to go all the way to Egypt to see some of the world's largest pyramids. You just need to head over to the birthplace of rock and roll at 321 feet tall with a 535,000 square foot interior. The Bass Pro Shops Megastore is one of the largest pyramids in the world and features a hotel, an indoor swamp. An aquarium and a bowling alley. Hmm. Okay. Who invented popcorn? I would never guess this, but let's see if you guys are better guessers than me. Who invented popcorn? Not Orville Redenbacher. No. But that's what comes to mind. Uh, (laughs) Teddy Roosevelt. Wow. No. Not even close. Any idea, CJ? No. It says the Aztecs. So hmm. that means that like that Aztecs, sense. Spanish, Mexicans, it worked its way up from there. That's I did know this one. I've heard this one before. Dolly Parton once entered a lookalike contest but lost to a man. <laughs> did what? I, 
Yeah, Dolly Parton entered entered a lookalike contest of Dolly Parton's, but lost to a man. <laughs> <laughs> I have heard that one before. <laughs> How pissed was she? <laughs> she lost to a dude. <laughs> I'm sure she didn't give a shit. Oh. That would be such a slap to the face, though. <laughs> you think a man looks like more like me than I look like me? <laughs> You're a chick. <laughs> uh, or, you know, how much of her is fake anyway from all yeah. the makeup and eyelashes, the wig. And well, that's the part of the look, though, right? Yeah, you get enough rack. surgery, you could be twins. Well, if I'm getting surgery, I'm looking like Chris Bumstead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hell. Did you know hippos kill more people than sharks? I think I did. Those motherfuckers are vicious. Are they? You ever watch them fight? Well, that's true. But <sighs> what people are dumb enough to go hang out with hippos? Well, they can actually <laughs> go on land, first of all. Well, that's true, but still, you know. You ever I ran know. away from a shark? <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, you have to be in the ocean or quite close to actually even see sharks. Hippos yeah, but don't hippos usually water. just hang out in like swamps, mud bogs type stuff? There's people around those places. Uh, There's people in Africa. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and two you know, people. That's right. Because I got pictures of sitting of a hippo that was hanging out in a person's swimming pool. I forgot about that. Just wandering around, wanted to play. Yeah, yeah. Guess like a gator a in Florida. There's a hippo. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Hmm. What else we got going here? Did you know there is a prehistoric dragonfly that's wings spanned more than two feet? More than 300 million years ago, the uh, Mega Nura, whatever, Everything was considered was the largest insect on Earth. The dragonfly-like creature had a wingspan that stretched around two and a half feet. Jesus Christ. I'm glad we don't have those now. The longest place you can lasso them and ride them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the uh, the longest place name in the world is eighty five letters long. Is Nearly impossible. To, uh, no, New Zealand. Yeah, pretty close. I'm not even going to try, but that's that's a long. <laughs> Interesting. Oh. The oh, wait a minute. What the Do you know cat happened? urine glows under black light? It's because of the ammonia, isn't it? Yeah, makes sense. Also, they have thirty-two muscles in its ear and more than one hundred vocal cords. Oh, huh. I don't know how many muscles in. Well, do we? We don't really even have muscles in our ears, do we? No, no it's mostly car- cartilage. cartilage. I was gonna say, isn't that why you can't really move your ears? You can move the skin around them. Yeah, yeah. 
I can wiggle them, but not my ears themselves. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. What's another good thing? We're educating did, you people here today. You've, you've yeah, made it you this know, far. Yeah. Did you know lobsters have clear blood? Uh, many really? of us know that lobster shells change color when they're exposed to heat, but only a few people know that the sea creature's blood is also intriguing. Lobster blood is initially clear and turns blue when it hits oxygen. Oh. How do you know? That's like the fridge light. Well, is that, <laughs> How do you is know the human little man blood turns blue off the until it hits oxygen and then it's red? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why would you know that, Jimmy? <laughs> Whatever. How many dimples are on a golf ball? 67. Uh, 120. 336. Oh, see, that was that my was original my answer guess. was 300. No, my original answer was going to be 300. Mm-hmm. But, or 365. But that seemed too much. Too much? 336 little dimples on a golf ball. How the fuck? You know, there's someone going to listen to this and they're going to go count. I was going to say, take a black marker and count all of them. That's Yeah, you'd have to start and don't get interrupted because you can't really put a number. So you'd have to have someone leave you alone. Well, and it's crazy, too, to think of the tech, all the technology that's now in just a golf ball. It's like, yes, that oh, sheath, those dimples and the, the material that sheath is made out of, let alone the inner the cores. Core. Yeah. Yeah. They're special. All the science. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've watched some bucks for a sleeve. Yeah. I mean, that's, it's crazy. Documentary, well, how they make golf balls. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's like, it's something that little and simple you wouldn't think there would be that much effort put into it but yeah there's all kinds of science that goes into golf balls well everything with golf is extremely expensive this is true I was going to say here's something I actually know Um, did you know that if it's a low budget golf course their greens will be sand pits hmm The green costs too much to keep because if they don't, they're not charging high high enough prices, they don't have enough customers, they can't keep greens. Interesting, it's not very common, but I've seen it before, especially my dad works on golf course equipment. The first item sold on eBay was a broken laser pointer. Uh, Mark Frazier was fully aware that he was getting a broken laser pointer when he bought it for $14.83 from Pierre Odemar, eBay's founder, in 1995. Hmm. So eBay was a joke. Well, that was probably, I wonder if that was like their official kickoff in production or post-production sort of test, like would this even, like we tested it, but let's pu- push it out there and then can you buy it? This is what I got. 
<laughs> a broken laser. Pointer. The first thing he looks at on his. Did you table. know grapes light on fire in the microwave? Wait, what? I 2000- need to order grapes. What does it matter? What kind of grapes, grapes right now? <laughs> In 2011, a physicist at the University of Sydney went viral after he placed a grape in the microwave, filmed the blazing results, and stumped scientists until 2019. Published in Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences, it was reported that the spontaneous combustion of grapes occurs as a result of the loose electrons and ions that cluster to form plasma when the fruit gets hot. So it gets hot enough and then poof. poof. So is it a green grape or a red grape? Doesn't say. Mm. I've seen all grapes. I think I may have to try this. <laughs> Don't bring your house down with a grape. It'd just be the But microwave. just in case you do, it's nice knowing you, Nate. The, <laughs> yeah. These have been super fun. <laughs> what a story to tell. How'd you bring your house down? I put a grape in the microwave. <laughs> fantastic podcast. So for my blunder. <laughs> remember that one time when we were talking about grapes? Yeah. Yeah. All I, right. It works. Here's a cool one. I knew there was a lot, but I wouldn't have guessed this. How many shipwrecks do you think are still on the ocean floor? All the way back. You've got to think of how long ships have been around. How many do you think are down there? Maybe thousands. I'm saying like three, 3K. You're thinking 3K, Jimmy G? Dun, 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 dun. So your final answer? I think it's closer. You'd think it'd be closer to say, let's go with seven. Seven thousand. Seven thousand. We are not thinking big enough. Three million. See, I, I wasn't going that high, but I was thinking... It's got to be a lot. Like, you got, you know, how much ships like the 1500s? So, going, I was thinking of the Vikings that first started headed west, right? And how many of them actually made it to like Britain or what, what would, 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 you know, how many tried to get over there? And then you think the Spanish Armada, the British Armada, the French had a good navy. Yeah, that's. Okay, sure. I should have clicked on this link. What did the elephant ask the naked man? What's up with your trunk? Yeah, something about that. How do you breathe out of that thing? (laughs) (laughs) And that's where we're at at this part of the podcast is dirty jokes. Why? Because I clicked on a little blinking light that I shouldn't have. Ooh, shiny thing. Oh, here you go. What is six inches long, two inches wide, and makes everyone go crazy? A phone. That's actually probably a more modern answer. A $100 bill.
Yeah, I think that's where we're at. You got any? <laughs> you got one last one, Jimmy? I don't know his face. If you guys got his face right now, said he's like, should I say something about this or should I just move on and call it a night? It says ketchup was sold in the 1830s as medicine. In 1834, it was sold as a cure for an upset stomach by an Ohio physician named John Cook. It wasn't popularized as a condiment until the late 19th century. Hmm. What was it supposed to cure? Uh, upset stomach. Oh, upset stomach. Usually it gives me an upset stomach. Yeah, so. because it, I mean, you'd think tomatoes and the acid would, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Um, says, did, and, and then this one, just weird. Like, did you know Abraham Lincoln is in the wrestling hall of fame, the six, four president had only one loss among his around 300 contests. He mm-hmm. earned a reputation for this in new Salem, Illinois, as an elite fighter back in his day, like his younger days before the presidency. Interesting. Abe was a badass. Yeah. <laughs> Between Wrestle- vampires like, and yeah, how far we say, came president, vampire hunter, wrestler. Like, and only two of, course, of those is true. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's Biden done? Oh. Shit his pants. <laughs> I will poopy diaper. <laughs> oh man, here we go. All right. George Washington <laughs> opened a whiskey distillery after his presidency. After his term, I did not know this. After his term. Washington opened a whiskey distillery. By 1799, it was the largest in the country, producing 11,000 gallons of unaged whiskey. Wow. Did not know that one. Not surprised. But, yeah. That's crazy. There's one here that says Cleopatra wasn't actually Egyptian. They believe that she was Greek. Yep. And uh, a descendant of Alexander the Great's Macedonian general, Ptolemy. Yeah. Interesting. But I always thought she was Egyptian. Yeah. Yeah. I think she married into the family or it was part of the monarchy or whatever. There you go, people. Married into power. She never really had it until she actually got, was it? She seduced all these guys in power. Yep. Which we should save that for another time because that's it's interesting to think of seduction as a power. Like we don't, you know, we think of strength, we think of, you know, more overt uses of power, like money, uh, power, like prestige or positions, like you're a king or, you know, there's, there's some positional power, like these overt things as power, but it's amazing. A lot of shit got done through seduction. Yep. Should maybe talk That'd about be a good topic. I think we even have a question. I think I put it on there because I yeah. thought it was an interesting it's it's a it, it's a softer form of power, but it's 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 definitely men there. and women use seduction and that in in so many ways throughout history, uh from Cleopatra to others. So yeah, we'll have to talk about that. So All right. well, I think this is a good spot. We'll, we'll stop her here and if you've made it this far we haven't bored you 
you had a couple hopefully of you learned something you got a little bit different yeah a little bit different tack so let us know what you think to tell at the holiday party <laughs> yeah because so, yeah yeah well, assuming we can have thanksgiving if president fauci will allow us oh yeah oh I'll have my normal one, so I'm good no matter what. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Until next time. Have a good one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Barbarian Rhetoric Podcast. I hope it's giving you something to think about in your own quest to develop a barbarian mindset. Because it's with this mindset that you'll find the skills, strength, attitude, will, and endurance to see things through and live within the civilization and still be a barbarian. We appreciate your feedback. We especially appreciate those who have been supporting the podcast. That's the Barbarian Rhetoric Podcast on our website, on Anchor FM, and on Spotify. You can find the show notes on the blog or anchor.fm slash barbarian rhetoric. If the podcast has been helpful to you, please let us know. You can do this by checking into the Apple Podcast app, give us five stars, and leaving us a short review. This will help us get our message out in front of many more people. You can also talk to us on social media and let us know what you are thinking about or how this has helped you. On Twitter, I am at Steel Jans. That's S-T-E-E-L. J-A-N-Z. And I'm also on Instagram at Barbarian Rhetoric. There's also a couple other things you need to check out. One is the Barbarian Rhetoric blog. And of course, our newsletter. There's a pop-up which you'll see as soon as you land on the blog. Thanks for listening. And always remember to be a barbarian in a civilized world. An apex predator.